scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, my trusty co-host, Jacob Belleville. Welcome, Jacob. Hello, how's it going? It's going pretty, pretty good. I get to work from home tomorrow. Um, unfortunately, the kids have a day off of school tomorrow, so teachers in service or something, so... Not excited that I'm going to have to work from home and deal with the kids in the background the whole time, but could be worse. How about you? Yeah, it's Friday. I'm ready for the weekend. Felt like the longest work week of all time this week, so it was like yeah. Tuesday. This should be Thursday. I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, as you know... Or as you can not hear, there is no bear with us tonight. He's out gallivanting um, in Kansas City, uh, taking his wife out for her birthday for a whole weekend. So, I mean, guy's getting some brownie points. Um, hopefully he gets to watch some football, watch his team. I'm sure it'll lose, um, you know, NFL, well, definitely the NFL. We'll see about the college. But yeah, I, think, uh, uh, I think the Bears taking Sundays off. So <laughs> he's out shopping for those picnic baskets. So he's got to find something to eat to keep him, keep him and those uh, cellar dwellers uh, around for next year, hopefully. Yeah. So make sure you go out, you download, rate, give us a review. Um, if if you don't like the podcast, just wait download and listen next week and then maybe give a review. And then if you don't like that one, download the week after and then give that a rate and a review. We're going to get right into our quick hitter. I want to apologize. I want to apologize to the masses that listen to this podcast. I said last week in clue number four for Keon Coleman that his quarterback went out West Apparently, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was thinking he went to Arizona State. He definitely went to Auburn, which is not quite west enough. Um, not, I mean, I guess he we went live, west from Maine. I mean, I, I don't know. We do live on a globe, so unless you believe in flat earth, technically every direction is the same direction. So yeah, suck it, Nate. Um, <laughs> so anyways, Nate, Nate's a flat earther. Yeah, he's got a smooth brain. He's a mouth breather. <laughs> flat earther Nate. So this week I've got a new set of clues, and I am, you know, I've been told by some that I only care about college. Um, college is the only thing I care about. Luke, do you even care about the NFL? Well, you know what? I'm going to let you know. Who am I today? 
Question one. I am a running back in the NFL. I'm all about the NFL. Never left. It's always been in the it's always been in the veins. Okay. I don't know where these questions come from, but I do not appreciate them. I feel fit I feel attacked as a person. My one and squad wants to know what's up with this. But uh yeah. Clue number one. I, I did a bad job leading into this. All the masses, the people that are new listening to this, who am I? It could be college. It could be NFL. I've already leaked this one. It's NFL. But uh, there's five clues, and by the fifth clue, you should be able to get it. So play along with us um, as you uh, listen from wherever you are. Clue number one, I am a running back in the NFL. Jacob. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> you know. I got a one in like 76 shot. Yeah. Number two, I am the 11th highest point getter this season in our league. Hmm. Number three, I am RB4 this season, two points behind CMC. Are you just looking up the answers? Is that what's happening right now? Nope. No. (laughs) Number four. I am considered a backup running back, but outscored the primary back by four points. Number five. When I make sandwiches, I no longer use mustard. Lock it in. (laughs) Lock it in. Who is it, Jacob? Tyler Algier. Yeah. Algier. Tyler Algier. I just assume he doesn't use mustard anymore on his sandwiches. Probably leaves a bad taste in his mouth. You know, he did he did pretty good his first year there, but uh, Bijan's a different beast. But yeah, he uh, he played out balled out pretty well there week one. So yeah, I think he's a good running back. There's actually some teams that could use him. Unfortunately for him, Atlanta's probably not going to be that team. I think I think he will be for like. Easing Bijan into the season, like, and then like the first five six weeks, and then you're just going to start to see it kind of slowly happen. Yeah, because I think if otherwise, if they did it the other way and gave Bijan a whole bunch of work, they kind of hit that rookie plateau. Well, wide receivers more so, but then he might you know pick it up there at the end. But yeah. I think they'll bring him along. But there you go for all the haters out there that uh, think I know nothing about the NFL and have given up on it. There you go. NCAA news. <laughs> that was short-lived. On to the NCAA. Um, Rodney Gadsden was in a boot and on crutches in the first quarter of his game last week. Uh, not looking great for this coming week. So, Jacob, he's on your team. Something to look out for. Michael Pratt. Have you heard that they're, like, it is. <laughs> I have not heard anything. I've never heard like it. anything about it. And I don't have anybody know, like, around Syracuse. Yeah. Cause I think uh, a lot of times like colleges, they have to go to a regular hospital. They don't have like the on-field technicians and all that. So sometimes they just throw them on crutches and in a boot, even though that might not be, it might not be that serious. I don't know. Well, wasn't yeah, there a I only roster two tight ends? So it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> I have, yeah, I've not heard anything or gotten more news on it. And yeah, I don't have anybody around the, the Syracuse program that I can ask, but uh, it was also interesting. I, I read somewhere. I didn't watch the swamp King thing, but they talked about like, if you Aaron Hernandez fails a drug test, they just put him in a boot. So, uh, yeah, he's inactive. You don't have to say why. He's hurt. Um, Corey, Michael Pratt misses the game. Um, it was believed to be an ankle, but now word has come out that it seems to be an MCL. He's questionable today going into the weekend. So I'm not sure if it's an ankle or an MCL, but there is rumors swirling out there that it is an MCL tear, which then, you know, you can function 
but you're going to be a pocket passer and get mm-hmm. rid of the ball quick. So I will be interested to see if he does play, and if that's how they work, then I'm going to assume that is an MCL tear. Um, and if you know he kind of hangs in the pocket a lot and moves around, limping around, then you know think it's about an ankle. So something to watch out. Dalvin Smith also on your team, Corey. He was in a walking boot in the third quarter. There for Western Kentucky, they play Ohio State this week. Brett, your first round supplemental pick, Taylor Green. Um, they said it was an ankle injury. Uh, later said uh, it was abdominal pain uh he should be good to go so i don't know how you get an abdomen and a uh ankle confused but uh anyways he did not finish the game backup looked pretty good there against ucf almost pulled out a win against a p5 team now in ucf he should be good to go but something to be aware of malachi corley did not play no word that he wasn't going to play, but yeah, he uh, did not play for Western Kentucky, and this was a coach's decision. Apparently, he could have played, and they chose to hold him out more than likely so he could be good to go for Ohio State. Jaden Ott, Ian, he tried hurdling a guy and got got hurt. It looked like a pretty bad fall, fell on his head. They say that you know he's okay, but I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe has a concussion and misses this game. Something to follow. Um, I don't have any more news on it, but that is something interesting that happened. So just, you know, be on the Twitter looking for some news and notes. And then the big piece of news that Mel Tucker has been suspended at Michigan State, accused of sexual harassment. Uh, I don't think it looks good any way you put it, but pretty much looks like he is suspended with the anticipation of being fired. They're doing their due diligence because it's a public university that they have to go through certain steps and then they will be able to, you know, fire with cause, um, save some money and get a new coach, which then I'm kind of curious, big 10 football teams, but coaches make some pretty good money. Mm-hmm. If you're Matt Campbell, for the Iowa State Cyclones, do you take the job at Michigan State? I think he would do a really good good job there. He kind of stays in that Midwest, but he gets paid he... the Big Ten money. And, you know, the Big Ten is kind of the haves and have-nots, and Michigan State is more on the haves than the has-nots lately. I mean, in general, they're kind of up and down, but I, I feel like he could recruit really well from there and – and really help out that program. I think he would take it, but I don't think Michigan Michigan State's going to come offering him, especially after we lose to Ohio on Saturday. <laughs> By three? I don't know, man. I don't see how we score points. Our offense is terrible. So, well, made it a close one versus Iowa. That's because they don't have an offense either. <laughs> so... uh yeah, that's all the news and notes from the NCAA. Jacob, what do you know about the NFL? NFL, um, really just the big news is J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles this past weekend. Reports look like Justice Hill is kind of running ahead of Gus Edwards, which is kind of surprising to me because I think Gus the bus is pretty good. Um, I could also see the Ravens going out and potentially signing – you know, like a Kareem Hunt or a Leonard Fournette to kind of bring into that running back room now. The other news is Aaron Rodgers also had his torn Achilles. And, um, yeah, Zach Wilson, he's back. So we get to see if Zach Wilson has completely turned his career around. While well, Jacob, being... you pretty much got him for nothing. Yeah. I think he might be worth nothing, but we're going to find <laughs> out this season. So then, a fun fact I heard today for the NFL was for the first time in 30 years, the Browns have a chance to start the season 2-0 and if they can beat the Steelers. To me, that, that sounds pretty shocking. They haven't started a season 2-0 and in 30 years. <laughs> Wow, 
That's yeah, that's amazing. And they can never really seem to find a quarterback. So no. Well, I mean they have they've had Baker. And Baker wasn't bad. Like he took him to the playoffs, right? And well, then they got rid of him. Yep. I don't know. The last little bit of NFL news. So week one seemed odd to me, especially with quarterback scoring. So I kind of looked into it. Quarterback scoring this past week. We had 449 points scored. That is the lowest week one output in the last 10 years from the quarterback position. That's fantasy points. Woof. Does that surprise you? Or did you also yeah, think? Well, well, I mean, it's odd, but it was also like a really, really low output, like, I'm in a league where Joe Burrow scored me negative eight points because it's based off of past completions and incompletions and sacks and stuff. And it was like overall low scores across the board. So I had two new like startup leagues and some teams that I thought wouldn't be competitive just because they didn't have their quarterback situation kind of shored up and they were both super flex leagues. Those two teams both won because quarterback scoring was so bad and they got premier like skill players basically instead of quarterback early. So I then looked at the last five years, there's been 88 weeks of regular season NFL football since 2018. Where do you think this week one ranked out of those 88 in terms of fantasy points scored by quarterbacks? I mean, it's gotta be 69, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not. Uh, it was okay. 84th. Wow. So that is that's including like all the weeks that we normally see for like bye weeks. Week seven, week nine, week eleven. Those are the all the other those were the only weeks where we had lower scoring quarterback outputs because teams weren't playing. Gross. Yeah. So pretty wow. gross week one. Only up from here, right? Can't get it much lower. That's got to be Lamar Jackson's lowest scoring week of his like professional career. That was. Yeah, I had him. I have him. I have him in a league, and he didn't do great. Had Hurts in a league, he didn't do great. Yeah. So yeah, not fun. I thought that was interesting. I'm sure we'll we'll get better. Okay. I I sure hope so. I really hope so as well. I always forget the first, like, I always get excited when um, NFL football comes back, and I forget the first, like, two to three games are usually kind of sloppy because you got guys who have sat, you know, preseason, and while they're supposed to be getting in condition, like, some people are just still easing into the season because it's a grueling season of these gladiators battling each other uh, week in and week out. And... And then you, then got, you got, like, got holding and like, and oh, you got like, like uh, you've got like Chase Claypool, who's just out there. He wasn't even yeah. doing it. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, I always kind of forget about those those weeks. I just get so excited that's here, and then it's like, oh yeah, we kind of like next week or this week coming up should be better, but it still probably won't be great. And then we should week three, week four being the good football so yeah i also forget about how sloppy like thursday night games are i'm I'm watching my eagles and vikings play and both teams are pretty sloppy yeah well we got some league news we're gonna go over we're just gonna hammer um the malik willis stats the dtr and tanner mckee stats all at once and we'll Go. No stats. All right. On to the only guy who put up any stats. Nate wants a Tajay Tajay watch. So, here you go, Nate. While you may think that the earth is flat, you also think that Tajay Spears is great. You and Grim both. So, here you go. Three carries, 27 yards, along with one reception for one yard. There you go. Those are your Tajay stats. 
I think he actually played more snaps than Derrick Henry. He did. He did. So there, yeah, there's a lot of rumbles. He, just kind of weird that he only got three carries, though. Yep. Turns out you don't need any ACLs or MCLs to pass block or be a decoy. Yep. So there you go. That's our league news. Uh, no trades this week. Quickly go over waivers running into week three for the college side. Jacob, you pick up Justice Ross Simmons from Colorado State. Um, I'm forgetting his first name, Humphreys. Um, London. London Humphreys there from Vanderbilt. Colby Young, not doing so great tonight here for Miami. And Burt Emanuel, quarterback, mainly a running back for Central Michigan. Tweet picks up Larvadane. I don't remember his first name. Just Justin, I think, or Gage. Gage Gage Larvadane. They're at Miami of Ohio, and Xavier Weaver in Colorado. Grim, you pick up Samuel Brown there at the University of Houston. I picked up Byron Brown, quarterback at a USF, and Terrell Vaughn, wide receiver out of Utah State. And Brett just today picked up Jawar Jordan, running back at a Louisville. Jake, many thoughts here on um, any pickups, or if you want to talk about you use all four of your pickups this week. I did. I didn't see a point in like waiting any longer. <laughs> just use them. I don't know. Yeah. My my only thought is Brett did what Brett does, and he he's trying to put a band aid on this thing. He's got, you know, his his college side is kind of going south a little bit compared to where he was. His NFL side has, like, nothing left. And then he picks up Jawar Jordan, who's a 175-pound running back. He's going to score you some points, Brett, but he's not fixing anything for you. I really like Grimm's pickup of Sam Brown. Um, he's not getting all of the targets. Um, that's golden there getting much more of the targets, but he is producing numbers. Um, just Houston hasn't looked real solid this year, as in years past. Tweet Larvidane has been, I think he's the top three target getter and number one yards getter in the G5. So that'll be a good pickup there. Xavier Weaver um, seems to have some sort of mojo there with Shadur Sanders, they seem to be hooking up uh, on a consistent basis, getting you some fantasy points. Not sure where he stands yet on the NFL side. I haven't watched enough of him to really form an opinion yet, but I'm sure he'll be on a lot of national television games here with Colorado, so I'll probably get a chance to watch more. I do like, Jacob, your pickup of Justice Ross Simmons. I think from a dynasty standpoint, he's going to be the next guy after um, Torrey Horton. And he, he's had one game so far this year. He put up 23 fantasy points. I have him in another league and really like you know, having him and then going forward. Um, Colby Young, I did think about adding him this week because I think he has some – late day two, early day three upside as a wide receiver. And Bertie Emanuel is just going to be a cheat code when it comes to the Mac. He's just going to be a bowling ball running through people. That's just that's just betting on athleticism there. So, liked all that. Byron Brown, I was nervous that somebody else might put a bid in, put $0 in, hoping to get him. Freshman quarterback, I was kind of looking at my quarterback situation for next year. I'm like, well, I don't really need him for this year, but it's more of a next year play. And if maybe, you know, he keeps putting up 30 point games, I'll maybe put him in there. Um, and then Terrell Vaughn was definitely a one year rental. I mean, against Iowa, he had like 11 receptions and a touchdown. He's going to be a volume guy. So those are our waivers. Now, Let's get into our week two NCAA recap. The Bear is now nine and one um, for picks. He missed one game this week. 
We'll get to that at the very, very end. But game one, let's talk about it. We had Ian 1-0 versus Chad 0-1. Chad was up 9.2 points going into the second half of the last slate of games. And Euro, so it was Eurosec and Ott versus um, Taj Washington. And for whatever reason, Stanford is getting blown out by USC, and you have Ben Eurosec out there still catching passes. Helps Ian get the win over uh, Chad. 244.68 to 244.6. Ian squeaks out a win by 0. 0.08 points. Chad moves to 0 and 2. Ian moves to 1 and 0. Guys, I want to talk about here Roma Dunze, McCaffrey, Wester for you, Chad. So Frank Harris also um, got hurt in this game. He was six. He had sixteen points. Sixteen point oh six points. And then you had Roma Dunze does what Roma Dunze does: scores thirty one point one points. Great there for seven receptions for one hundred and seven yards and a touchdown. Also had a rushing touchdown. Taj Washington got. He wasn't on there. After the after halftime, so he was pulled. Um, he only scored eleven point three points. Um, but Luke McCaffrey had a great game in Rice's uh, overtime win over Houston. Seven receptions for ninety nine yards and two touchdowns. Had a pretty sick catch um, in the end zone, diving one handed catch. Looked pretty good. And Lejonte Wester there for FAU did pretty good. Twelve receptions for one hundred one. Good for twenty two point one points. Then. For you, Ian, we had Roman Hemby scores 31.7 points. He had four receptions for 55 yards, 162 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. Pretty solid day from him. You also had Michael J. Sturdivant. He got 4.3 points, just no showing out there. Two receptions for 23 yards, um, not something you're probably expecting. And another low light was um, Rodney Hammond. So Rodney Hammond got you 2.1 points and 21 yards rushing. Not what you wanted to see. You squeak out a win, you move to 2-0, but you might start to have some questions here about who to play going forward. I've also started looking at our um, history against each other during the regular season. So these are only regular season uh, stats. So that with that win, Ian, you're now 3-1 versus Chad, and you have a point differential of a positive 34.74 points. So your games against Chad have all been pretty close there uh, in your four matchups. Nate and Patrick, you guys are next. So Nate's one and zero. Patrick zero and one. Patrick, you had Shepard ball out and Brian Thomas ball out. So let's dig into those two a little bit. Will Shepard had eight receptions for eighty-seven yards and two touchdowns. Good for twenty-six point seven points because he had a fumble that he lost. Brian Thomas there at LSU. He had six receptions for seventy-eight yards and two touchdowns. Good for twenty-five point eight points. Obviously, the downside is you had three zeros and a two and a 1.4 in your spot. So that's going to bring it down. Johnny Wilson with a big goose egg and Deontay Thornton with a big goose egg, something you probably weren't expecting because I wouldn't have expected that either. Then you have Xavier Henderson coming back to earth uh, after his big week with two points. Nate, let's talk about your QBs. Donovan Smith. 44.1 points. Then you've got your boy, Shadur Sanders, the guy that Grim hates. He hates those Buffaloes. He wants to trade them away. He says he likes them, but hey, he traded them to you, Shadur Sanders. Good for 30.72 points. Back-to-back good games from Shadur. And Darren Granger gets you 31.96 points. 
you have quarterbacks that put up those point totals, you can skate by. You can afford to have some down games like you had from your tight end, Mason Taylor, good for one point. But hey, you still put up 275.38 points. I also want to mention Nathan Carter. Grim, you gave him to him. He's comes over from, uh, I think it was UConn, then goes over to Michigan State. Two receptions, 14 yards, 111 yards rushing, and three touchdowns. Good for 32.5 points. Like I said, Nate now moves career record versus Patrick, 3-0. and Nate, you have a commanding 291.16 point total lead on uh, Patrick, and you now move to 2-0 while Patrick drops to 0-2. So people who are listening who are not familiar with the point scoring system, you're pretty much not losing if you score over 300. So not too many people have lost, but, I mean, that's pretty much a really, really good game. So he's got like a, a game on on Patrick of just putting up points. So next game... We have 0-1-1 Brett versus 0-1-1 Corey. We're gonna have we're gonna have a winner here. So I want to talk about the quarterbacks. Brett trades for Quinn Ewers, puts up 34.36 points. Is Texas back? Maybe. Is Alabama gone? Uh, it wasn't looking good. That offensive line did not look great. Then we've got Dylan Gabriel puts up 33.04 points there against SMU and Spencer Rattler almost puts up a 40 burger. He had 38.6 points, but they're playing Furman. So uh, I don't know. Then Corey, you have Cade Klubnick put up 32 points. Clemson almost looked like they were going to lose that game against Charlton Southern. Um, Bonex puts up 30.96 and Grant Wells. That was your Achilles heel there with 15.32, but he didn't look awful against Purdue. It was a pretty rainy game. But I want to talk about one more person here. We got McMillan and Ali here for you, Corey. These are the guys that really you leaned on here. You got Tatori McMillan from Arizona got you 30.1 points. Um Eight receptions, 161 yards, and one touchdown, along with Rashina Lee. He seems to be back into form from two years ago. Four receptions, 45 yards, 85 yards rushing, three rushing touchdowns, a fumble loss good for 33 points. Those guys kind of made up for your Grant Wells 15 uh, points at your quarterback. You win this game 280 or 248.18 to 217.2. That now moves, Brett, that is, uh, Corey, your first win against Brett in this series. Brett now falls to 3-1 and one in the series. Brett still owns a 116.48 point differential against you, Corey. But, Brett, you are now 0-2, looking at that seller, and Corey goes to 1-1. One and one. Grim and Tweet, the game everyone wanted to see. We had the QBs carry. So, Drew Aller, Sam Hartman, Michael Penix for Tweet scored 22.86 points, 30.74 and 33.46 respectively. Then you've got Connor Wegman for Grimm, Garrett Schrader, and Grayson McCall. Wegman scores 30.34, Garrett Schrader 26.54, and Grayson McCall, that's where he kind of had the downfall, was 15.82. You also had the zero for Malachi Corley, so that hurt. Um, Dion Burks, your free agent pickup there, only had two points. LJ Johnson only two points, um, so that wasn't great there. Um, but Tweet, you were pretty much carried there by uh, Cooper. Or those are your quarterbacks that carried you, but then Cooper, Evans, and Allen kind of almost blew it for you. You had Samson Evan, who you, you got in the supplemental draft, gets you 8.8 .8 points. Marquez Cooper, who you got in the supplemental draft, got you 2.3 points. And then Braylon Allen, who you traded with me um, for, you got 9.2, who's in that. Looks like a split back committee there with Ches Malusi. Jacob like talked about 
he talked about it last week, and Chesma Lucy doesn't look too bad, to be completely honest. He's I, I will not be su- I will not be surprised if Chesma Lucy is a day th- three running back. I mean, he could still go day two, even though he's a senior. It doesn't yeah. really matter for running backs. But, uh, yeah, also I believe a guy on a waiver wire. So if there's somebody that you want as a late pick, maybe you got to look at. Not a lot of us have picks left, so you could probably wait and just kind of see how that goes. Um, running, running back this year for the draft is pretty wide open as of now. Yep. I mean, nothing, uh, nothing's in stone. Yeah, you got Rocket Sanders missing games for whatever reason. They say ankle or knee. I don't know what it was, but he's also a little bit bigger. Um, so we'll kind of see how that goes. We got Trayvon Henderson. Um um, yeah. yeah. See what goes on with there. What other running backs are Dylan or uh, Edwards and Edward Blake Quorum? Like like Blake Quorum. Like if he were the first running back taken in the draft, I honestly wouldn't be that surprised. Nope, and I actually think he probably tests well. So interesting. Uh, but um, getting back to Grimm's team. I want to highlight your free agents. So you picked up uh, Jimmy Horn Jr. You picked up Dion Burks. You picked up Roman Wilson. Roman Wilson was your only uh, hit for this week, scoring you 24.9 points. Uh, good game there against UNLV. Like I said, Dion Burks had a dud. And Jimmy Horn was pretty solid with 14.3 points. Those guys accounted for 21% of your total points. So that's kind of a big number in my opinion um, for how many guys we start. But uh, so they, they are good pickups there for you, uh, Grim. But now with that loss, Grim, you, you lose 200.2 to 235.46. That gives your season or career record, sorry, your career record versus Tweet uh, to one and two. Tweet, you own a 17.52 point differential. So your games have all been pretty close. Um, Dating back to last year, Grim, you had a three-game winning streak after week one. That is now over. Grim, you dropped to one and one, and Tweet propels himself to two and oh. Then we've got the battle of the hosts of the podcast. We've got Luke versus Jacob. 1-0 Luke versus 0-1 Jacob. This is the game that uh, Tweet got wrong. He picked you as the upset of the week, mm-hmm. and it was far from it. Uh, I pulled I this one out 294.28 to 208.5. I think it's closer than what you were what you're trying to say. How was how it closer? <laughs> um, I think so. You're, I think you're exaggerating things a little bit. I don't know. The, the numbers speak for themselves. Maybe you had guys that started sooner, so you guys you had a big lead. I don't know. I wasn't paying too close attention. No, to what it. happened was I had guys who went out there. They completed twelve passes in a row, and they sat on the bench. <laughs> Um, so for my team, Marvin Harrison Jr. did what you would expect him to do against young against some penguins out there at Youngtown State. Seven receptions, 160 yards, two touchdowns, good for 35 Can points. Can we talk about that for a second? Sure, I did not get a chance to watch the game, so I'll let his, you talk. His first touchdown, like what is that defensive back doing? Oh, yeah, there's no one around him. He has no help over top, and he's like peeking back to read the quarterback's eyes. It's just like, what are you? Oh, yeah, young. I hope they show. I hope they show that uh, in the highlights when he gets drafted. Like, look at him, just you know, look at this separation he's able to create. <laughs> but uh, now, then we have uh, Evan Stewart with twenty five point two points. Texas A and M is uh, throwing the ball around. So that's good to see. And then Caleb Williams sat the second half. USC, I just think we should just bet the overs on them. Um, they win 56 to 10. 
he had four touchdowns in the first half and he he was done, but he scored me 37.34 points. Jacob, Jaden Daniels gets you the 43.56 points. He was, he was your man. And then uh, he sat, like you said, and he didn't have a lot of help from anybody else there. You've got uh, Riley Leonard one that really kind of pissed me off. Uh, okay. He literally went like 12 for 12 and then sat the rest of the game. I was just like, I need, yeah. those <laughs> I need those points. So we got uh, Gadsden, who got hurt, got you two points. Allstead's uh, split time with Hunter uh, kind of took a backseat a little bit more later in the game, got you seven points. Um, you traded for Frank Gore, got you 4.8 points. Yeah, he stinks. I never should have um, made that trade. <laughs> we'll have to go back and revisit what exactly it was. I gave a first for Frank Gore Jr. and Brew McCoy. They both stink. Oh my god. Yeah, we'll definitely have to talk about that. Yep. Ian just Ian's out there fleecing. We always talk so nice about him, but I'm, you know. I'm done trading with that guy. <laughs> I mean, what's the guy's deal? He's always trying to win trades and what I don't know. Like I might come with some deep uh like uh discounted fleece but like his is like name brand like he looks down on people with who eat cereal that is off brand like what's his deal is there any other bad things you want to say about ian i mean we talk way too nice he just eats wagyu and then (laughs) and then he'll like look at me and be like oh here's the bone off my steak that's what that's what he does it's just like the fat trimmings. That's what he gives everybody else, and then he keeps like the good stuff. Just, I mean, I don't know what the guy's deal is. Oh, I decided to stop eating this apple halfway through. You can have it, Luke. <laughs> you look hungry. We're, you know what? Let's be, can we be Ian haters? Can we be like Ian haters one and two now? I've I've been a hater. Been a hater. I hate on all my haters. Ian's a hater. (laughs) Then I got to be a hater of him. So where does Ian rank on your hater? Like, out of all the Jacob haters, where is he at? Like, where are him and Grim at? Oh, he's way higher than Grim. Okay. Like he's he's definitely number one. Is he El Presidente? He is. I mean, Tim is Tim's a hater, but Ian's really the the biggest hater. Who's Tim? Tim, you know, Dennis Tim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even gonna cut that out. That that was good, Dennis Tim. (laughs) All right, what Timmy? What about it? What? <laughs> Nothing. I don't get the issue. Like Tim has been a hater <laughs> since we started this thing. Why do you think he hates? Probably because Iowa can't score points. <laughs> it's like kick the dog type thing. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we're all we're we're totally off the rails, but we definitely have to bring up some of Ian <laughs> Ian's trade uh, with that Frank Gore and Brew McCoy, who you also had in the lineup, scored you ten point one points, so fourteen point nine points from those two for you. Um, that's great. It's awesome. Uh, Thanks, Ian. <laughs> so. I now move to career three and overs, Jacob, with a point differential of plus 259.32. So dating back to last year, that extends my win streak to nine games. I now go to 2-0, and and Jacob falls to 0-2. On to the NFL recaps. Take it away, Jacob. All right, NFL recaps. First one we have is Patrick versus Ian. Ian, a hater, a known hater, a known fleecer, former champ, <laughs> former good team, got the win over Patrick, 175 to 151. 
Brandon Ayuk and Michael Pittman kind of led the way for Team Rinker. Danny Dimes was pivotal in this matchup. Um, He went 15 of 28 for 104 yards and two interceptions. The next matchup we had was Nate versus Corey. All I can say is, wow, you both scored over 100 points. Congratulations. Nate, the rebuild looks to be going really well. Next matchup, the Southern Bear versus Brett. The Bear is still in hibernation. Brett gets the win, 163 to 116. Brett is going to need 40-plus point performances from Tyreek Hill weekly to make the playoffs. Hopefully, newly acquired Quinn Ewers can hit his roster next April. He should be happy with getting anything drafted at this point. Don't talk about my boy like that. Quinn Ewers, who is known for his mullet, has since cut it. We'll see if he can be known for football. Hell yeah. All right. Our next matchup, Tim versus Chad. Match of the century. Tim had two solid performances out of the quarterback position, something few other teams got this week, as we discussed earlier. His team still only managed to score 156 points in the win over Chad. This team screams pretender. (laughs) Tim. So Tim got the win, yep. Then the game of the week, me and Luke. Obviously, we get to play each other on both sides, and that's always fun. Luke wins 185 (laughs) to 87. Had the most max points. If this was best ball, I would have beat everybody. No big deal. Don't want to bring that up because we're not best ball. We're head-to-head. I didn't pick the right lineup. Sorry. The front (laughs) for the championship, according to me, a real power ranker, squared off. And Luke proceeded to score 24 points below his expected point total. And I scored a whopping 40 points below mine. On to week two, where we both get to play some cream puffs in Nate and Corey. That does it for the NFL recaps. All right. Our our power rankers, our real power rankers, Jacob. The fake ones? Yeah, they... they, uh... Gave us the power ranking. So I'm going to go over college first, then go to the NFL. And uh, we've got a little bit of comments here from the, the crew. We've got Tim's Corner. Tim's Corner. <laughs> Tim's Corner. <laughs> we are going to lean into this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So college rankings. Number one is Luke. No change there. Number two. Hot dog water, no change. That is Ian, sorry. Uh, Number three is Nate. He goes up two spots from number five to number three. Tweet falls down. Even though he won, he falls down to number four. Number five, Corey, he drops one spot. Number six, no change. The boogeymen stay there, Jacob. And then uh, seven, no change in Chad staying there. No change in Grim being at, or sorry, Tim being Tim. at number eight. Tim, sorry. It's going to be a while to get used to it, but Tim uh, at number eight. Uh, Brett at number nine, no change. And the SSC for the win. Patrick bringing up the rear at number 10. I thought Kim Thoughts? was on tonight. What's that? I thought Kim was coming on tonight. Ken? Kim. What? Who's Kim? Kim, the power anchor. Obsessed with JT <laughs> and Saquon. I thought he was Tim. Do you say Kim with a K? Yeah, that's what I meant. Kim. <laughs> T- I need I need like uh Somebody behind me to help me with this whole Pam Pan situation. Is that Pam with a D? Dennis Kim. Dennis Kim and Tim. Okay. <laughs> oh shoot. So Tim's corner comment uh, commentary. 
the process, the prospects, Luke, nothing changes here. Another game, another win for the two-time defending champ, already with a 30-point cushion after two weeks. Ian, maybe Ian starts believing in his team. It's hot dog water with no more high-end no more with high-end starters and solid depth. This looks like a team that could compete to knock off the champ. Nate, with a 2-0 record and the hottest QB in the game, Shadur Sanders, how can this team not be on the rise? Skill player depth can ruin this team if running back or wide receivers get injured, but for now, it fly. For now, it fly. <laughs> Sanders, fly. So now it looks like he's pandering to Shadur after he kicked him to the side and wanted nothing to do with him. Interesting. Tim knows grammar. Tweet. Reputation with star players keep him fourth for me over Corey, but have faced some of the lower competition so far uh, to obtain these wins. If his team can't start putting up points. The Bears' rankings might continue to slide. <sighs> Corey. Corey's team is QB heavy. Depth on the roster outside QB is scary. Slides down only because Nate is 2-0. Record and having the better QBs at this point. Chad. Not over Tim due to depth with higher scoring potential once conference plays start with G5 conferences. Jacob, at 0-2, it still looks like the team isn't quite a contender. Some may have thought, I mean, mainly just you, Jacob, because I did not think this was a contender in any fashion. That's especially, especially Ian. Ian definitely that, didn't think that. I mean, he true. said he put it up there, but, you know, he's a hater. Team was looking good before we got out on the field. Okay. <laughs> so no star efforts from non non quarterbacks have kept this team from succeeding. You need yeah. some Keon Coleman and quarterbacks have kept this team from succeeding. <laughs> Tim, a competitive team still lacking the star power. Trades, shipping college assets for NFL pieces continue to be the ruin of this team. What? Is that on me? I don't remember. No, that was on Grimm's. Or Tim's. Oh. Kim's. Tim talking about Tim? Yes. Tim oh. talking about Kim. Brett, with a team underperforming and a poor draft, this team has plummeted down the depth, needing conference play to start to get some of these high-end draft picks a chance to shine. Patrick, until he can win a game and fill out a roster, he won't move from the bottom spot. Ouch. That seems fair. <laughs> I mean, it does. <laughs> seems logical. Then we've got our NFL rankings. Are you ready for this? Do you think you have any haters here? I definitely have haters. You think you do? Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So, number one, I stand at the top. No change. Tim, he moves up one spot to number two, taking over at that two spot, while Jacob's team drops a spot to number three. So, Tim moved up by scoring less than me. Okay. Yes. By I mean it's by nine points. But it's less. You are right. And you brought up like best ball. I didn't see his best ball lineup. I don't know where that would have been. I would you know? have by like forty five. So because you know you know last year was the whole, you know, point total versus record. I mean sometimes it's about, you know, start sit lineups versus best ball lineups, you know? Yeah, but my start sit was better too. I'm just saying. Well, you're at three. Tim, number Tim, four. You know what? Tim loves Tim. Oh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Uh, Ian sits there at number four, no change. 
Then Patrick sits at five with no change. Then we've got the cellar dweller from last year. Chad bumps up two spots from number eight to number six in his loss. <laughs> Corey wins, and he stays at seven. Riddle me that, Riddler. Then you've got number eight, Brett, with a win, uh, moves up with his his horrible-looking team. Um, and then uh, Nate moves down three spots, which is probably for the best, uh, down there at number nine. And it could be a little fight here for number 10, the Southern Bear. No change at the bottom. But one team did beat the other, and that's why one's probably at a nine. So, Tim's Corner, overall a down week in scoring. Only two teams reach or exceeded their projected totals. Luke, the top scoring team, and looks like the commission will continue to stay warm with his pink fleeced coat. An injury to one of the quarterbacks puts his team in panic mode for the rest of the roster. Is built to win now and has the depth to cover injuries. Maybe I'll come after Mac Jones, who's, you know, top 12 quarterback. Top 12 quarterback, probably five tiers above uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, he's a top quarterback. Why not? Tim said that he knew last week that he was a top 12 quarterback, and that's why he had him on the bench. And that, yeah, and that's why he put it in the chat there after week one. Because he knew. Tim or Kim, Kim. Kelsey and JT being out almost cripples this team, but a very good tight end depth always allows for flexibility. Still possibly the deepest quarterback room. Who wants Mac Jones? <laughs> I mean, he actually put that. He wants to know who wants Mac Jones. Still trying to sell him. I mean, I had interest, but doesn't want to talk to me. Uh, anyways, running backs and quarterbacks need to perform at a better rate to maintain ranking. Interesting fact, I I don't know if it's a fact. I heard it. So they were talking about JT and when he could come back. So there was a person who had talked with league representatives with the Players Association because he needs to play in a certain amount of games to accrue a season. Well, there apparently is some fuzzy definition or wording where there are some representatives that believe he only needs to be active for one game. doesn't need to play. He needs to be active for one game to accrue his season. If that's how his representatives are going to um, interpret that and go into the season, that's something to watch for. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see how that goes because I've got some JT shares in other leagues. So something to keep an eye out. Jacob, subpar performance for two of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the league. The team still scored the third most points. This team will be contending all year. Anything you want to say there, Jacob? Nope, I just, uh, you know, got my haters. It's fine. I don't need to be ranked number two, number one. I don't need that. We're going to win the Underdog. Everyone likes an underdog story. Exactly. We're going to win the championship. On both sides. I might be 0-2 on college, but we get, we're getting it figured out. Okay? We're hitting the weights. <laughs> right. Team hater. Team hater here. Um, basically, basically what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that Tim and Ian can never steal my sparkle. <laughs> right? Oh, shoot. <laughs> what are you drinking over there? <laughs> Nothing. A monster? No, I don't even have a so t- team hater, Mr. Ian. Being one of the teams to meet or exceed expectation, Ian trots out another solid team. Lacks of mul- lacking multiple stars could stop his team from reaching the top. Patrick Joey B won't have another performance like this, but continued usage out of Packer backs are needed. Also, a team with a high floor but not a high ceiling. Chad, tough week to have a zero for T. Higgins, but quarterbacks performed good and the team will be a playoff contender. Corey, 
the ultimate underperformance, a big letdown from quarterbacks and wide receiver positions won't get you a ton of wins. Team is talented enough to contend for a playoff berth. Nate, a young team with promise, but won't be able to uh, vie for a playoff spot unless all mature very quickly. While he may struggle week to week, he's going to explode a few weeks and get some major upsets. Oh, boy. He's a bracket buster. That's what you should call your team, Nate. Bracket busters. Once you get that first win, of course. Brett, how does the fourth high scorer get here? Well, having one player get you nearly 30% of your points. That's how quarterback and depth questions limit this team's potential. Tweet. The true seller dweller. While he is building a young core and looking to become competitive, it will be another year. Encouraging to see his young quarterbacks perform and should be able to replace Rodgers will be a rough season, but he's in it for the long haul. Those are Tim's corners. Uh, Ian and, and Tim, when you put those together, you might have to change it from being Tim's corner. Grim's corner was actually pretty good, but now that his name is Tim or Kim, you'll have to figure that one out. Let me know. That's all we have for tonight, but before we go, we got the bear. He recorded his picks for week three in the NCAA and week two in the NFL. Last week, or for the season, on the NCAA side, he is 9-1, and one, but for the NFL, he is only 3-2. and two. Bear, take it away. Bear here, back with these picks, man. Oh, boy. It has been a roller coaster, not really on the college side. It's like a flat roller coaster, if you know what I'm saying. We're just going straight, no hills, um, just crushing it, 9-1. Uh, typical Belleville uh, out here completely screwing up my 10-0 record. Very similar to him screwing up his own 10-0 record by starting out 0-2 in college. So, yeah, that's typical Belleville. He's got an uphill fight to the playoffs this year. Anywho, uh, let's get to our college picks this week. We got some big games this week. We've got Grim versus Luke. Little Birdie told me Luke doesn't care about the NFL no more. Only college. I like that because Luke's going to whoop Grim's ass in college this week. Give me Luke. Chad versus Patrick. Same old song and dance. However, Patrick has been putting up some points. If the league has not noticed this, it's about time you get put on notice. Patrick's scoring. He's going he's gonna to shock somebody this year, but not this week. I got Chad. Corey versus Nate. Man, oh, man. I like Corey's team putting up points. A little top-heavy. Not a whole lot of uh, players on the uh, on the bench that can come in and help out. Uh, Nate, underdogs, no more. I have you uh, in your upset of the week losing to Corey. Belleville, 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 Belleville. You're playing Brett this week, Jacob. I am taking you for a second straight week. The Bear wants Belleville to get his first win. If you don't win this week, Jacob, I'm pretty sure you're going to be in Patrick land, which means, no, we're not picking you ever again. And finally, here we are. We got Tweet versus Hot Dog Water. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Ian, your team's looking very solid, scoring high points. My team, you know, I'm, I'm getting wins, uh, leaving a lot of points on the bench. So hopefully we can get that figured out this week. Uh, I, I'd be hate to say it, but uh, I got to take myself over Ian. I think I'm a top two team in this league, and I think Ian's going to be a third-ranked team in this league. So I'm taking myself over Ian this week. And, boy, there goes college. Bear did not have a good week in his first week picking NFL. We're above 500. We're 3-5. and five. Not bad. Not great. But, you know, per usual, I pick myself and I lose. I don't even know how I lost. I scored 110 points. That's excellent. 
Tweet, how are you three and five on the NFL side? Three and two. Oh, okay. three and five. Math. Math is how it happens. But, uh, yeah, I scored like 110 points this week. I kind of thought that would be a big enough week to beat Brett. But, uh, you know, I guess uh, guess it wasn't. That brings me to my next point. I play Grim this week. Me, Grim, hatred. Tons of rivalry. Bears suck. Justin Fields sucks. Give me Grim, even though I don't want to take him. I got Luke versus Patrick. Man, I thought Patrick was going to be good. I thought Patrick was going to have that NFL squad, but now he's got Joey B looking like Andy D. Nobody knows what's going on over there. Luke's teams, it's here. He's still he's still the champ, as they like to call him. Let him wear that Super Bowl belt, that discount double-check belt that Aaron Rodgers can't wear no more because he's, well, you know, can't walk. So uh, give me Luke. Give me Luke as the championship here. Uh, He's still got that belt taking over Patrick. And uh, Joey B, like I said, looking like Andy D. I got Nate versus Belleville. Um, Belleville, I then once again I, I I got I got faith in you. I don't know why. It pains me to say this as a as a potential hater. I don't think I'm a true hater, but as a potential hater, I hate taking you. Um, but I got you this week. I think you take Nate to the cleaners, uh, especially after Nate's very dismal performance. I can't tell if his team is worse than mine, or if my team's better than his. Pretty sure I'm better. Um, Ian versus Chad. This is a good matchup, but I just don't think Chad has the top end talent to to do it. (sighs) Give me Ian. Give me Ian. And oddly enough, my game of the week is Corey versus Brett. Both scoring pretty evenly. Um, kind of actually like what Brett's team did. Baker Mayfield. Just out here slanging for Tampa. I mean, he said he had no quarterbacks, but then he's got a quarterback, and then he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got everybody. That's why I like Brett in my game of the week. Don't be surprised if Corey wins, but I'm taking Brett. All right, Jacob, that does it for us tonight. Another week in the books, another week of college football coming up. I want you – you're 0-2. I'm going to – you're here all the time. You listen. I'm going to give you the best piece of advice right now. You listening? No. Don't forget to start your studs. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Go Birds.